From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. Hey, I teased before the break uh, that this next guest that I'm having on Sports Talk with Jock tonight is a CFL free agent. Calgary kid, grew up in Delmead, Alberta, played his college football at Texas A&M. Now, he was drafted by the Montreal Alouettes, played one year for the Saskatchewan Roughriders, last year was on the practice roster for the Edmonton Eskimos. Oh, I should point out, he's also a pretty darn good rodeo cowboy. As a matter of fact, his dad was a world champion steer wrestler, a two-time Canadian champion. It's a real pleasure to be joined by Bryn Roy on Sports Talk with Jock. Hey, Bryn, how you doing? Good, Jock. How are you? I am excellent, thank you. You and I were, were joking earlier today when I was chatting with you. I said, hold it. Are you sure you're Canadian? Because with, with, with your accent, it sounds like you're an American, for goodness <laughs> sakes. <laughs> you know, I've been getting that for, for far too long, Jock. I'm, I'm actually, it's, it's a it's a sore subject. I'm, I'm, I'm not very happy you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did play your college ball at Texas A&M, and when you're a rodeo cowboy slash football player, that's a pretty good place to play some football. There you go. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, it's. I was fortunate enough to get to play down there, and and uh, as a kid, we uh, we grew up on the rodeo trail, you know. So mm-hmm. dad, dad was able to uh, you know provide for the family uh, with his rodeo winnings, and and so that uh, that meant we had to uh, spend our winters down there, and and uh, in a good portion of the year, anyways. So we we would just. Uh, you know, we would we would pack up a a backpack full of schoolwork and and head out. And so my mom would, she would homeschool us on the road down there, and we would just kind of set up shop in Texas for the winter and and come back when the snow melted. <laughs> did did you have to make a difficult choice, becoming you know following in your dad's foot, footsteps or, or becoming a football player? T- tell me tell me why you made the choice to go football. You know, um, I think I think just kind of being brought up in the environment that I was, it was, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was a great way to, great way to grow up. But I saw, um, you know, being born up here and then going down there and kind of, you know, kind of being raised somewhat down there. I seen that, uh, I seen a real passion for the game of football and, uh, it didn't matter whether it was, um, rodeo cowboys that were, you know, competing or just, uh, you know, anybody that we kind of came across, everybody loved football, and most people played football. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to be kind of surrounded by people that had played it at a pretty high level, and so there was a pretty strong passion for the game. And then I would come back up here, and, you know, I was I was young, and I wanted to play the game, but there was no uh, peewee, no bantam, no anything kind of around me mm-hmm. at the time. And so, you know, I, uh, I think that kind of started a very, you know, it started kind of a desire for me to, to play, you know, this game that, that I really had a passion for, even though rodeo was kind of at my fingertips and it was, you know, it's what all my friends did. It's what all my family did. Um, you know, it was even what I was doing. It was, it was my whole life. And, and as much as I love rodeo and, and plan on, you know, plan on, uh, on rodeo and full time once football is done and, and getting into that, it, uh, it was just kind of, it was one of those things I had to really decide what I wanted to do. And I knew that if I chose to, rodeo you know you can never go back to playing football and so to me it just kind of 
it, it turned into an easy decision when it was like, well, I can play football and then I can go back to rodeoing, but I can't do it the other way around. <laughs> Are there some similarities? You know, I, I think of steer wrestling. You got to be a tough sob, and and if you're a and if you're a <laughs> linebacker in football, you got to be a tough sob. So I, maybe there are some similarities. You can explain. Yeah, you know, um, there are for sure. You know, it's one of those things you uh, you can't be uh, you can't be very you can't be afraid in either game. You yeah. know, it's one of those things you have to. I, I, anybody who has reached a pinnacle or any level of you know success in either game knows that uh, you know you have to just. You have to go all out in anything that you do, you know, and, and so that would be, you know, where the major, um, you know, similarities would lie. But I know that, like, when I first left home and went to college, actually, I went to uh, Snow Junior College before I got to Texas. Okay. And um, one, of the, one of the videos that I saw my freshman year um, was, uh, it was actually, it was tackling tape, and we were watching steer wrestlers, and I'm like, hey, like, I... <laughs> I, I can I can relate here, and so you know it was, it was funny to me that that uh, some of the some of the footage that we were watching, um, as far as you know different styles of tackling goes and and different uh, you know forms they were they were all they were watching rodeo tape whether it was they were whether they were watching cutting horses as far as how they um, you know how they face up a cow it was you know they were relating that to us to you know making a breakdown tackle and uh, really chopping your feet and facing up and, and making a, you know, a solid open field tackle, or whether it was you know, a profile tackle and a guy jumping off a horse and, and grabbing a steer by the horns and, and using leverage to, you know, to throw him on his side. So you know, there are a lot of similarities. Uh, Bryn Roy, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jockeys, a CFL free agent drafted by the Montreal Alouettes last year on the practice roster for the Edmonton Eskimos. You haven't given up the football dream yet, Bryn. You, you still want to play. You're still looking for a contract, right? I am, yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things. I uh, I was I had to kind of go the hard way, the whole way. You know, it's uh, I didn't I didn't come out of a football family. I didn't come out of a, you know, a, there there wasn't really anybody uh, in my immediate circle or you know, <laughs> in in circles either close to me that had really gone on to the level that I aspired to. You know, there's a lot of guys that had maybe gone on and and had a cup of coffee, you know, in in college ball or you know, played good high school ball, but maybe wanted to go rodeo or maybe wanted to go do something else. So when I was sitting there wondering what my next step should be, I really, you know, I really didn't know uh, which route to go or, or how to do it. And so for me, it was, it was one of those things where I just had a real strong uh, desire to play. And that still, you know, burns inside of me. And, and, uh, you know, I was told I was too small and I was told I was too slow and, and uh may you know maybe not strong enough and and stuff like that literally my entire life mm-hmm. you know so it was uh getting told those kind of things is really nothing new to me and so uh i don't know if that's helping me or hindering me at this point in time because i you know i have a a very strong feeling deep down in my gut that uh you know given the right opportunity i can do whatever it is i you know kind of set my mind to and and so that being said and I know in, in the game of football, there's, there's uh, you know, great athletes coming through the door every day, you know, and, and you're competing with them, you know, every step of the way. And, and uh, you know, it just comes down to having confidence in yourself and hoping for the right opportunity. And, you know what, there's been, there's been a few times in my career where the right opportunity has kind of, has, uh, you know, laid itself out there in front of me. And I've been fortunate enough to capitalize on a couple of them. And, and you know what, then there's some where, you know, you maybe. You know, maybe you just miss it by a hair. So at the end of the day, I know uh, 
you know, I'm very confident in what I can do given the right opportunity, and, and I'm hoping that that opportunity comes along. Well, I, I love the passion. I love the drive. I, I can hear the desire in your voice, and you do have another passion, and, and, and your focus in the offseason is to get local athletes seen. I wanted to bring you on tonight to talk a little bit about the Bryn Roy Southern Alberta Football Combine, because that is happening on Saturday, March 24th at the Crescent Point Regional Fieldhouse in Okotoks. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Yes, sir. Um, you know what? It's it's one of those things. I uh, I I really have, have kind of you know every off season I've wanted to do something. I uh, wanted to you know because that's really the only time of the year that a football player has has uh, you know time to to get after it. And I feel like every other off season I've really tried to step into this. And this year, it just you know everything kind of aligned the right way. And uh, and I started calling calling some universities just to see if there would be some buzz out there. I started with, uh, you know, hometown team. I called University of Calgary. I uh, talked to head coach there and just wanted to know, you know, hey, coach, if, if I do this, would you be interested in, in coming out and looking at some of the talent that comes out? And, and it was nothing but positive. And so I started calling other schools. Uh, old teammate from Montreal, Scott Flory, he's now the head coach at University of Saskatchewan. He was one of the second calls, called him. Uh, caught up with him. He said, absolutely. And, and, you know, it was like a snowball rolling downhill. It just got bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, by the end of the first day I had, you know, I had four or five universities on board to come and, and look at some of the talent out here. And, and that kind of, that really sparked it because I, I started calling them before I started calling the kids just to kind of, you know, gauge the interest level to see if it was something that, you know, see if other people had the same passion for it as I do. And so, um, you know, obviously I know firsthand coming out of a school, like, a you know, in a rural area, I went to Foothills Composite and, uh, you know, um, came out here from, you know, from the country. And there, there was just one combine when I was, when I was in high school and I went there and I paid my money and didn't get recruited, you know what I mean? And I just kind of left feeling, oh, well, you know what, there's really only one school that was there and they didn't come up and talk to me and mm-hmm. maybe I didn't run a fast enough 40 for them or, you know, or whatever. And so, uh, I kind of want to, you know, take my own um, personal, I guess, experience and, and try to just enhance that for all these other kids. Because I know that some of the best athletes that I saw growing up, you know, they, they just, they, maybe they didn't have the support uh, in the home. Maybe they didn't have support from, you know, from a coach. Or, or maybe just deep down they didn't feel that they had a desire. But I know that they had the skill. You know, I, I personally saw the skill. And I just know that, you know, a lot of those guys – they uh, they just thought you know what maybe it's not for me and, and they ended up going to a to a trade school or you know in the university and, and went and there's nothing wrong with that but uh, in my opinion if a kid wants to go and chase his dreams and, and do something there should be every uh, opportunity possible and that's just what I'm trying to do. Hey Bryn, it's it's a great story. I'm sorry, I'm out of time here, but if somebody wants to track you down, if somebody wants to maybe check out your football combine and go to it, uh, how do they contact you? So they can get a hold of me uh, on my email address, which is brynroy at gmail. Uh, you can also get me on Instagram and Facebook just by searching my name. Okay. Uh, currently, there's 20 universities that are confirmed that will either be in attendance or be receiving info. Uh, it's going to be a great opportunity. And uh, if you have any desire or you know anybody that has any intent on going to the next level after high school, uh, this is a must-stop. Hey, Bryn, good luck with it. March 24th in Okotoks at the Crescent Point Regional Field, right? 
Regional Field House. Yes, sir. Thank you, Josh. Hey, no yep. problem, Brent. Good luck. And, and uh, hey, hopefully Dave Dickinson is listening, or maybe John Huffnagel. Maybe they'll sign you to the Stampeders, my friend. There you go. Give him a big hello for me and let him know I'm training. <laughs> Sounds good, Bryn. You take care. Take care of yourself, Jock. Thank All you. All right. Uh, again, that email address for Bryn, brynroy at gmail.com. Bryn, spelled B-R-Y-N, Roy, R-O-Y, obviously. Uh, brynroy at gmail.com. we got to take a break. Brendan Parker from Global Sports right around the corner.